Actually, a Sentai review podcast. I guess so, for being technical about it. Ole. Ole. Welcome to Ole. Welcome to Power Playthrough, a Sentai review podcast. We are coming to you live from the Ranger Room Mammoth King Studios in beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada, on a very tired day. My name is Dan. My name is Freddy. And Shorky Sentai O Ranger is the show that we do talk about on Thursdays. Yeah. Or Sundays, if you're in the know. Yeah. Because that's when we in do In real this. time. In our time. Sundays a month ago. Yeah. <laughs> we do Choriki Sentai O-Ranger, and this is our second episode, and we are good podcasting, boys. <laughs> Polite. Polite podcasting boys. And... We're here to tell you today about a show that happened to us. Just now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, the first episode that we're going to be talking about is going to be episode four, Bizarre, Iron Man Papa. <laughs> this episode aired March 24th, 1995, written by Noboru Sugimura, directed by Masato Sugino. And... This one is about a boy that crunches and munches and smashes. Yeah. Yes. He's a chompy one. Yeah. So, he's a cool monster. He's a really cool looking monster. He is. And when I was looking for his name just to make sure that it was right, which is Barra Crusher, the website that I usually check for this stuff didn't have him listed in the cast credits because he had no voice. He didn't have any voice. Yeah, no voice, man. He's just a crush and chomp boy. And his kind of, while he looks real cool. You had a toy of this guy, right? Yeah. Uh, the Zio toy of him. Uh, you push a button on the back and the mouth opened up. Um, as you, you know, if you were to have an action figure of him in the 90s, the action on it would, you would want the mouth. Oh, yeah. Especially if he got a middle mouth. Yeah, you wanted to chomp. Yeah. Um, but what kind of dulls him a little bit is the fact that there's multiple of them. Like the first one, he like he it's kind of like he, he doesn't have an individual personality. I think that the point was to make them feel safe. Like so, the episode basically starts out in battle with Barra Crush, right? K- kind of, yeah, yeah. Because like um, they they they. Uh, this uh, bar bar crush is un- unleashed. Um, the Rangers uh, are driving around in their their like their jeep, yeah. and they park it illegally. It, illegally, this little chubby cheek kid comes out and starts yell narking on him real bad. Calls over his dad, who's a police officer who looks to be l- uh, like a traffic guard. Yeah, um, and he's like, Dad, Dad, they're parked illegally. Give him a ticket. This is your chance to get credit. And he's like, all right, what, are, what were you guys thinking? You and, see the sign. And they're like, yeah, we did. O-Ranger. Like, oh, shit. Oh, We got to park here. It's an emergency. He's like, 
Yeah, I guess. <laughs> what am I going to do? FBI's yeah. here. Yeah, well, what am I going to say to you? Sure. The kid's like, no, nah, man, arrest them. Yeah. They're illegally parked. And it's like, dude, this is O-Ranger. Yeah. <laughs> so they go looking for the monster, and he, the kid yells at him, he's like, don't you take credit. Oh, uh, whatever. Don't Shoot. you take my father's credit. Fuck off, kid. And uh, there's this kind of, there's this ruckus going on. It looks like at a hospital, but it turns out to be like a pipe house. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, it's uh. So people are running out of the hospital pipe house. Yeah, like and... they're in the under. They're in the guts. They're in the guts of of some kind of system. There's pipes all yeah. around. It's dark. It's it's a uh, steamy. It's wet. It's wet. Perfect for chomping. Yes, because out comes chomp. And he, uh, Bar, Bar Crusher. The reason that they see that it, that, uh, Bar Chompin, Bar Chomp Boy. Bar be chompin'. <laughs> Bar do be chompin' sometimes. <laughs> like, for real in this episode, Bar yeah. be chompin'. Yeah, and, he does. You know, Bar Chomp Boy is they f- down yeah, there, yeah, and they, f- they find a hole in a pipe, and yeah, just a like, bunch of steam's coming out yeah, of it. Yeah, so what the fuck made that? <laughs> <laughs> and... Then out comes this running ass crush boy. Yeah, and he's and just mashing he's just people of, with he his just face. Shoves his face into people, kind of like my cat does in the I morning was to wake me say, up. I was like, it was very Garth. Yeah. But he he uh, runs into him, just shoving his face, and they're like trying to fight him, but it's real awkward because they're just surrounded by pipes, and also he's a th- a wide boy himself. Yeah, and he kind of defeats himself in a way because. He charges, uh, which one did he charge? I think Yuji? He charges Goro. Does he charge Goro? He charges Goro, and they kind of run into like a, a stack of some bullshit, some flammable shit. Yeah. It gets knocked over, spilled. Goro gets away from the uh, the liquid gets ignited, and then Chomp <laughs> is just his legs on fire. It's a really funny shot because he's like trying to put it out, and it looks like it wasn't supposed to happen. It, but it, it was a good enough like thing for the story yeah. to... Uh, progress it and tell like a good st- d- good continuous story yeah so like i yeah so the place is supposed to set on fire and like fire is like a story element with him he doesn't like the fire no because his legs were that <laughs> his, his legs, legs were, were that. fire his legs were fire. he doesn't like the fire but uh it does it does look like maybe the stunt man got set on fire there for a minute because it looks like there's a Decent amount of panic being read on on that on that actor <laughs> when his legs on fire and yeah, he's kind of like, like shaking just it, stomping it. <laughs> yeah, uh, they run outside and then they just shoot the shit out of him. Or well, well he runs outside and he encounters uh, the the kid and his dad, Officer Utani. Officer Utani, who draws his pistol, and Chomp Boy don't have any of that. Runs his face into him, but he gets his fucking hand. Yo, like. If this dude could chomp through pipes to get to the steam, you could definitely chomp through man hand. Yes, yeah. yes. We were watching going, that hand's gone. That, it's just gone. You had to, you had to believe it. You know, yeah. You when they get up there, they get, they get Utani's hand out of Chomp's mouth. And Bar Crusher kind of like stands back and they form their guns into the King Smashers and they... Shoot him and kill him. And that's it. That's the end of the episode. Thanks, guys. <laughs> no, it's not. Not at all. They're happy for a job well done. They check on Utani and they're like, oh, man, we got to get you to a hospital. And he's like, yeah, man, look at my chomp arm. Yeah. <laughs> I just got sharked hard. Yeah. Um, uh, Aka 
Acha and Kocha are sitting on top of a building laughing, and um, uh, Baka's wrath. He's like, what the fuck? He's already dead? It's like, man, the fun is just beginning. Yeah. Don't you worry about this, Emperor Wrath. I got you. Uh, later that night, we see uh, Officer Utani. Utani just kind of sitting at the table. He got an ace bandage on his wrist, as you yeah. pointed out. That's it. And you're like, we're a little surprised by that. Yeah, that seemed like a, it would be a severe wound. Yeah, it seems like it should be a splint and probably some prosthesis. Yeah. Prosthesis. Some... Prosthesis? Prosthesis. That's the word. Yeah. Something to keep his hand from falling the fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> um, a bunch of pins. His his son is complaining that he's hungry. We wonder when mom's going to get home. And he looks like he's having kind of like some nom flashbacks at the table. Yeah. And when the kid turns on the, the burner on the stove, yeah. he freaks the fuck out. He's like, no fire. And he no starts, oh, 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 oh. he starts shaking. Seizing some, almost. Se- yeah. Seizing almost. And he comes up to him, he's like, Dad, what's wrong? And the guy turns, and he's got a fucking horrific metal half shark face. Yeah, he's like, he's a metal shark. He's also the Phantom of the Opera. He looks like he's uh, also in Trap Jaw from Masters of the Universe. Oh, yeah, 100% Trap Jaw. Yeah. He's got the, he's got the, the Phantom face. Yeah. The shark, the sharkness. <laughs> the sharkness. Yeah. He's got he's trap jaw. Yeah. And he's got the fear in his face that John Hurt had when the chest burster was coming through. Yeah. I don't know if we've talked about it on the podcast, but do you know that they that wasn't in the script? Like they didn't yeah, tell anybody? Yeah. yeah, I do. Well, like so they knew, you know, they knew the layout was going to happen. Something was going to like come out of him. That yeah. was the thing. They did not know how graphic or how much blood there is going to be. And so when um, that one actress, I'm not going to go. Got all the blood on her face. Yeah, that was a real reaction. Yeah, they only did that in one take. Yeah. Which is pretty fucking gnarly because it captures, like, it's the audience analog. Yeah. At that point, everyone has exactly the same information, which is something horrific just came out of this man's chest (laughs) and then slinked off into the vent. Yeah. What the fuck? (laughs) Yeah. Good shit, good shit. Uh, it's 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 immortal for a reason. But anyway, he runs outside. Uh, there's a cake dome on the table. Yeah, that doesn't have anything to do with. I w- just want to say, like, is this, or I just want to, is that like a, is that a thing? What do you mean, dessert dome? You mean like in Japanese culture? In general, I mean, we I've never a- known a normal like kind of like home life. So we have a dessert dome. Yeah, but like it's rarely used. But like, it is it's not even used for special occasions. It's like, it's well, I guess we can put the cake here. It's for, but it's like for pies and cakes to keep them, keep the air from hitting them and making a brine. Uh, it doesn't even. It's not even really for that. It's just kind of like, look at this cake. Decorative. Look at this elevated cake. Okay. Yeah, that's kind of. I just didn't know if it was a thing. I mean, like, they're not real. They're I just, just saw, I just saw, like, a plastic bubble with two pieces of cake in it. And I was like, is cake normally stored? Well, I mean, the, in, only, in cakes, the, dome. the only cakes I saw in Japan had a lot of fresh fruit on top of them. 
So I would assume that that would be a fridge spot. But also, all the fridges I saw were very small. So I don't know if they believe that cake belongs in a fridge. If you live in Japan, let us know. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when, so, John Hurt, the policeman, Officer Utani, runs outside. His son chases him, and when he comes around the corner, there is Barra Crusher. And now, Barra Crusher is abducting kids. Yeah, he's gra- he grabbed his son, and there's an onlooker screaming at the sight. Yes. The next day, we find out that Barra Crusher has taken six different kids. And we cut back to uh, the Barra Empire and the Baranoians. Yeah. And we find out that Kocha and Acha have decided that this is going to be the new thing, is that they're going to turn people into machine beasts. And... They, uh, it's because Sprocket kind of said, we need to make a foothold in Japan. It's surrounded on water by all sides, so we're pretty insulated once we're there, and we can take over the Earth from such a nice position. So that kind of goes the whole global threat thing that I was hoping, I was hoping, I was hoping was going to happen. Yeah. Looks like we're going to stay in Japan, but okay, whatever, fine. I, I, I At least I like their logic behind it. Well, it is a global threat. They're just going to... Make start with Japan. Focus on They're going to start with Japan. I was hoping, I don't know, maybe it's a little ambitious of them being like New York. No, but Paris. Like, some, yeah, Paris. Paris is good. Macau, something like that. Yeah, little, little stuff like that. Las Vegas. <laughs> There's, uh, well, yeah, yeah, you getting there. There's uh, plenty of other places uh, to the, attack. Uh, Excalibur just opened. Prime, <laughs> to get at that. Nineteen ninety-five. It's one of those things of like uh, whenever terror attacks happen we get a warning about things happening on the Las Vegas Strip because we have such big buildings but we don't really have any stake in the financial future of the country basically just the state yeah so Um. I mean like if you want to take down the state of Nevada yes it's where 90% of the population lives. <laughs> Probably 97% of the population. Yeah, you got... 2% in Reno. Yeah. 1% in the fucking wastelands. <laughs> and you're in your Elkos, in your Ely's, you know, your, yes, the Mutantvilles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. But it's, it's Sparks. never... Sparks. <laughs> Sparks is where... Almost all of Walmart's, there's a Walmart distribution center in Sparks, Nevada. Is that the hive, that's where the hive mind is? Mm. Uh, for Nevada. Oh, and for. parts of Utah and California <laughs> and all that. So Phoenix. We see, we see that it's basically like a techno virus kind of thing. Yeah. It's going on. The Rangers get their rundown back at the, whoa, base. Yeah, where they uh, they're examining the the body of the previous uh, Barra Crusher. Yeah, where they find out that there are paranoia spores essentially, yeah. and then sure enough, next scene we get with Barra Crusher, he 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 spores into a dude's mouth. No, <laughs> yeah. So the police officer is sitting in his space, and he's like freaking out that he doesn't know where his son is because the man doesn't know that he's Barra Crusher. Yeah, 
It's just a disease that takes over. It's a Jekyll and Hyde thing. And he he's standing in there, and a police officer comes in and says, you have any leads on your son? No. Yeah, we haven't been able to find anything either. And he pulls out a cigarette, and he lights up. And as he's lighting up, we get another phantom trap jaw fear. And uh, Barra Crusher is back, and he lets out one of these spores, and it crawls into the other officer's spores. mouth. Spores them. And right. it does look like a chest burster with, it looks with like, like a, a Barra Crusher bug face. It's like a... I was going to say it looks like the thing that that crawled it up in Keanu's belly. Oh, in yeah, the Matrix. No, yeah, that's exactly because, what it looks like. Because uh, the Matrix co- copied uh, O-Ranger. Machine Empire? Come on. <laughs> the Wachowski siblings. Yeah. This is the kind of shit that they would watch. Yeah. Wachowski. Is it Wachowski? The sisters. Wachowski sisters? Siblings. Wach- is what they prefer to be called. Oh, is that what they prefer? Yeah. Oh, okay. They are the Wachowski Wachowski siblings. I think it's Wachowski. Wach- the Wachowski siblings definitely took some notes. I bet they're hardcore Sentai fans. If you'd like to be on the show, let us know. <laughs> <laughs> you can come sit in this tiny room. Come to Vegas. Uh, <laughs> sit in this room. But this is the kind of stuff that they would have watched. I mean, yeah, yeah, they're, absolutely. They're interesting people, so yeah, yeah, like hell, hell yeah, they're inspired. I mean, like look at, look at all, look at look at Animatrix. You know, look at Speed Racer, like hell inspired by anime. Uh, like, I mean, obviously Speed, Speed Racer, Racer is, but like I mean, like and Animatrix. But they they wanted to do that stuff because they grew up on Neo. Neo Tokyo aesthetic stuff, you know, like watching animes and shit like that, watching Acura and all that, like just getting inspired by that stuff. And I'm sure, I'm sure they dabbled with Sentai a little bit, you know. Yeah, yeah. maybe S- some Toku. Mm. I mean, uh, Stanley wanted to bring over Sun Vulcan. They probably saw something like that and caught glimpses when they could. Um, so after he gets spored in the mouth, the O Rangers show up at the police station. And they are attacked by the spore inside this officer's mouth. And they kind of rip it out and save the man. Yeah, he opens his mouth. And then the, a, and, and the spore <laughs> comes out. Yeah. Comes out at him. And they, like, uh, go toss it to the ground and just... They shoot it with the laser blaster. Well, there's some, like, flammable shit on the ground. They set it on fire. <laughs> I forgot how that happened. I feel like he, I feel like he really, like, sprayed lighter fluid at it. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. They I don't know. They set it on fire. Um, so they go to this uh, where they they find out where the kids are, and they get to Barra Crusher and the children, and the battle ensues. And they don't want to kill Barra Crusher because they know he's a man, and they can kind of sense that Utani's in there. So they kind of bring him near fire, and it releases the hold that Barra Crusher has. Yeah. Fire no good. And he, all the kids get released, and he takes his son for a second, and then when the O-Rangers show up, <laughs> he goes, take my son, and puts a gun to his head. Yeah, He's it's like, pretty... No, dude d- does more than just... All right, this... Okay. So, yeah, they leave uh, Momo and Jerry to free the kids. Yeah. Let the ladies free the kids, sure. Um, and when he comes to 
like Dan says, he puts a gun to his head. But the building's on fucking fire. He runs into the blaze with a gun at his head. Fucking, what a, <laughs> this guy wanted to, to double tap himself. Yeah, <laughs> man. I'm going to throw myself in this fire and I'm going to shoot myself in the head at the same time. Uh, but Goro grabs him and like he wrestles with him for a little bit. He's like, please, officer. Was it Utani? Utani. Utani. Can you tell we're tired? <laughs> is that is that tracking at all? Uh, yeah, so he, he tries it. self-immolation while shooting himself, but Goro wrestles him, but while he's wrestling him, he, he chomps back up. Yeah, but, like, he's just, like, putting him to the fire, like, holding yeah. it up. And when he becomes Professor Utani... Professor. When he becomes <laughs> Officer Utani again, uh, he kind of... He tapeworms him, like holding your mouth open over a hot bowl of milk to make a tapeworm come out and try and get it. Uh, that's a thing. <laughs> Holy shit. You lure, you lure the tapeworm out with warm milk? Yeah, you heat up milk and you open up your mouth over it what until you... the tapeworm slides his way out to come get that milk and then why does you grab he... him and pull him out. Why does he want the milk? Because tapeworms eat everything. But why the warm milk? It's got a lot of smell. I don't Could know. Could you do it with anything? I don't know. Could you do it with any, like, if I, if you, like, open your mouth and you held it over. Over a cheeseburger? A famous bowl. I don't know. I don't think a famous bowl. I don't no, think not it, a famous bowl? No. You I don't hold, think even a tapeworm would subject a, themselves to that. You hold it that. over a kid's cuisine, the pudding of it, the most irresistible part. The, the searing hot pudding? The searing <laughs> hot pudding. The warm pudding of the kid cuisine. You open your mouth, and you're like, come out, little buddy. I, I don't know, man. Uh, and then he's like, you fucking grab him. I don't know. But he you tapeworms it out of him. <laughs> over the fire. Lure him out with the kid cuisine. You were... <laughs> so when, I sa- when we were watching it, and I said, oh, he tapewormed him, yeah. you laughed a little bit. Did you understand what I was saying? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> it's just funny. It's a, it's a funny verb. <laughs> or funny adjective. Yes, tapewormed him. No, verb. Adjective? Verb? He tapewormed him. He punched him. That's a verb. He tapewormed him. <laughs> he tapewormed him? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. All right. He tapewormed him. Now I get it. It was funny before. <laughs> now I have context. Okay. Now I know you can lure out a tapeworm. That's just something you should do on 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 the day, uh, not the daily, but probably the weekly. Do it once a week. Uh, hover your mouth. Is it your your mouth? What if it's in your butt? Do well, it's in your it's your entire. How does system. it sense the milk? It smells it. No. It's a living creature. I know it's a living creature, but it smelled that milk all the way down your gullet. It's not that far. Oh. Once a week. No. Uh, no. Heat if up you a, have a if you have a tapeworm. Heat up a saucer of milk. No. And just to be sure, open your mouth over it. And and try but to Freddie, if you're gonna tell people to do this, you better be doing it and you better be sending a video to the people. I pe- have no problem. I'll, there's gonna be Need to be a weekly video on the PP <laughs> on PP on PP social media PP of you so- doing this. <laughs> Keep, uh, worm watch. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm gonna hold you accountable, Freddie. Uh, saucer of milk. 
Warm it up. Only needs to be about an inch deep, I'd imagine. Maybe, well, maybe we'll get the real things. Yeah. We'll get all the information, and you're going to have to be on Sauce Watch. <laughs> it's Worm Watch. I don't alliterate on this show anymore. Oh. <laughs> That's true. So. Uh, don't worry. Wor- Wormgate. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold you accountable for this. It's like the, the OJ trials. Well. That's what I named my worm, Judgito. They, they shoot this the worm. worm inside me, Judgito. They shoot this worm. <laughs> yeah, and the officer gets back to work. Yeah, the king smasher him. No, they don't because they shoot it doesn't become anything. Like he releases his infection to the fire, and they just shoot it because it's just a little worm. It's trying to get all over the place. It's just a little warm. <laughs> He's got, I don't know why he got to say that like a, a season. Sorry. When they get, <laughs> when they get out of the building, the building explodes, and that's when I was like, "Oh, and all those children are dead," which is when you told me that Jerry and Momo got everyone out. I don't really remember how the episode ends. Do you? No, sir. Well, that's good. So we'll talk about the next episode after these messages. We just watched it. I know. As a blizzard descends upon a remote distribution center, a mysterious package is delivered. The three-man night crew will be witness to unspeakable horrors born from within the Tomb of the White Horse. Currently live on Kickstarter, Tomb of the White Horse is a 36-page horror comic designed to be a standalone story as well as the first of a four-part series. Isolation, terror, and good old-fashioned gore will be delivered in time for Halloween. Physical copies start at 10 bucks and that includes free shipping to the U.S. and U.K. Go to Kickstarter and search for Tomb of the White Horse, or go to tombcomic.com. That's T-O-M-B comic.com.
The reason that we didn't remember the end of the last episode is because the end of this episode is very, very memorable. That's true. Episode 5, Violent Love, The Brothers of Flame, aired March 31st, 1995, written by Toshiki Inoue, directed by Takeshi Ogasawara. This one begins with a schoolyard brawl because a little boy is being bullied by three other boys. And uh, it's because he got a three on his math paper. And they're telling you, three, your best score yet? You're a real fucking idiot, aren't you? Aren't you a little piece of shit? You got a three on your math score. <laughs> What's Out that? of a hundred. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to ask. Either way, like, if it's a three out of ten, it's still a 30%. So, he got a failing grade. So, this kid's getting picked on, and then his bigger brother shows up and goes, what's going on? And the three kids that are picking on him are like, oh, shit, we got to go. They take off, and then the big brother starts picking on the little brother. He's like, but who sees them doing that? Oh, it's Yuji. Handsome Yuji. And we made a discovery. When watching this episode, mm-hmm. it's that the shape of their jaw determines their, yeah. their ranger shape. <laughs> yeah, so this so, is, all right, hear us out. And it, this is, this only applies to the, the boys. Men. Yeah. Goro, well, well, Momo, that man Momo's, shaped like a shark. Momo's kind of got some, like, the, the baby cheeks, so she's kind of rounded. A little bit. I just don't know how someone's face would be two lines, so jury. Sorry. Uh, you just got the two lines. Yeah. But... Yuji, he's shaped like a triangle. And Shohei, that man, a rectangle. Yeah, he got a square head. And Goro, he, he just got a star. He got them cheekbones. You know? yeah. He got the cheekbones, so it's kind of like a point here. Then he real. has the pronounced back of the jaw. Yeah. You know? And just and a then, real pointy forehead. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> real prominent forehead. <laughs> a, a commanding forehead. So that's how you, you got the five points of an action hero. Yeah, is exactly what's going on with there. Yuji has the perfect shape for pretty, which is an upside-down triangle. A, a triangle. You want to have that prominent chin high up on the brows. There's your triangle. Beautiful, symmetrical, perfect. And one thing I noticed is, like, in last episode, you said he got them JoJo lips. They are always Vaselineed up in these episodes. They are. They're, they are shining like five stars in the heavens. <laughs> His lips are die ranger. <laughs> Sometimes I'm real jealous of Ghostface Killer and the fact that he can just say things and then it's slang. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so like I want to be able to say, oh man, that shit die ranger. Yeah. And just have people understand that it means that it's like five stars shining in the heavens. Yeah, okay. That was a sweaty joke. <laughs> That's but I am jealous of Ghostface. Yeah. Yeah. 50 Cent Soda's in the hood. They going crazy. Uh, that was a candy lady. Candy lady at 50 Cent Soda's. Yeah? Yeah, and she had a, uh, what were they called? The raz- Razzmatazz or whatever, Raz- mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. that's what it's called. Did, they, did you ever get the Super Mario Sodas? Have we talked about the Super Mario Sodas? It's the ones they sold like Suncoast and shit. Well, and FYE, and 
my uh, old neighbor used to get them in 12 packs. They were like little half cans and they had codes on the bottom of them for you to What enter. year was this? This was Super Mario 3 times. No. It was when the Super Mario cartoon was on the air. No. I don't know. They were flavored too, like watermelon sodas, strawberry kiwi sodas. They sound real Japanese. Bubble gum. I got to look this up. This is something I don't know of. But it was... Uh, I will add it to... It was it was very 90s and very much in Las Vegas from when I lived in the Foothill Village. It I was a crazy thing. I will add it. I will add it to my knowledge of, I will of things it. that existed. Yeah, <laughs> things that existed from in the 90s. So... <laughs> Yuji notices these kids fighting. He's like, hey, hey, brothers, what's going on? What's what's happening? Uh, I don't know where this fucking cactus bot shows up. And his name is Baracactus One. And Spoiler. He, he starts attacking Yuji and these kids, and he, he spores them. He hits Yuji back and, like, knocks the shit out of Yuji. But Yuji flips and, and uh, transforms midair. Oh, yeah. Kicks off of something and comes back and just... Punches him multiple times. Yeah, he does mid, this flying machine gun punch. Yeah. And he knocks Baracactus back, but Baracactus spores everybody, and it gets the littlest boy, whose uh, name escapes me, but does it matter just a little bit? Uh, I'm sure his name is It's Takashi. What a beautiful woman. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> So the kid walked, like, the kid's knocked out. Yuji, the older brother, they all walk away. And yeah, the kid is... run off with him. Yeah, they run off with that child body. And he comes to... And he's just a dick. It's like, yeah, get he's away like, from me. Yeah, he's like, I'm fine. Go away. And he takes off. I'm like, okay, cool. We Not cut, okay. We cut to that night. And it's like, you see him chewing on something. Oh, he's chewing on his stove. And he's not just chewing on it, he's eating it. Yeah, he's eating the, the, the range. The, the the range. Yeah, he's eating the range <laughs> off the stove. Yeah. And then he's eating a fucking keyboard. <laughs> yeah. And, the, like, next day at school, uh, the, like, the, ki- the teacher asks if anyone wants to solve this problem. He says he will. Literally everyone in the class is not him. That's the stupidest fuck I know. And he walks up. Solves the thing. And goes, now, teacher, I have a question for you. Solve this. And he puts this incredibly complex thing this up. This is a fucking, yeah. And he goes, do you have the answer? Okay, you're out of time. And he writes down the answer and says to the teacher, you're done here. Stand Go outside up. and sit down. She goes, yes, sir. Yeah. And just a fun fact about that teacher. She is Michi Tomizawa, who was the voice for Sailor Mars in the... The Sailor Moon cartoon. Hell so, yeah. Cartoon Toku. She a scout. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I thought that shit was really funny. Because when he was filling out the... When he was filling out the problem, like, you would see the computer going. And... We, when we were sitting here, Freddie was like, what's going on? I go... He's like, he just ate a keyboard. What, like, what's he doing? I go, you gotta assume he ate the whole computer. Like, <laughs> he's definitely getting the powers of everything. And we don't really get this because after he solves the problem, we cut to outside. And the three kids that bullied him are like, why'd you call us out here? He's like, 
I'm here to get revenge for what you did to me yesterday. Opens, breathes fire on the He opens his mouth, yeah, and a spout of flame comes out. And they're like, what the fuck? And they run off. But the funny thing is, is they show a stove turning on, but it without the metal cap. Have you ever taken the metal cap off your stove? Yeah. You take a, that little round metal Oh, the plate. metal cap. No. So, uh, if you're ever seasoning a wok or some kind of cast iron, and you don't really have the hours it takes to do it, the best thing you can do, and I'm not suggesting you do this in any way. It's do just something I did, because if you take that metal cap off, gas and flame just come out and you get this very large blue flame that comes out of your stove. It's like when you take off the cap on a lighter. Yeah. yeah. It's just like when you take the cap yeah. off a lighter. And then you can uh, keep cranking up the the uh, the the, uh, the valve on the gas yeah. that way where you push it up, go back then forward again, push it up, go back then forward again and you keep cranking it until you make like a real big fucking flame or it explodes in your hand. Yeah, and then you do your crack. Yeah, you do yeah. your crack. Exactly. In the tunnel. But, <laughs> but yeah, if you're going to season a wok and you've only got like 15, 20 minutes and you want to see your wok turn blue for a minute, take the uh, little metal plate off. Not a suggestion. Don't actually do anything we say. But, you know, I did it. <laughs> uh, so after this kid gets flame on them, we see the O-Ranger, they go to battle the the cactuses again. Well, Barracactus won. And yeah. it's kind of in a junkyard. And the O-Ranger are doing their battle thing, and Barracactus 2 shows up. He's like, yeah, I got a brother. You know, fuck you your think, shit up. Why did you think there was a one in my name? Yeah, this is Barracactus 2. So they start their brotherly battle, and Barracactus 2 is a little bit... Uh, goofy. He, when he's do, going to do like the jump kick off Barracactus, yeah. one's back. Yeah, he they have a they have a combination attack where Barrow jumps off two, and then two jumps off one. But when he does it, yeah, he slips off him. Yeah, and like Barrow one's like kicking him. It's like what the fuck's wrong with you? Uh, meanwhile, the kids are just off to the side of the two human brothers, and then like the, the younger boy's eating a car because oh. he's trying to turn into Turbo Teen. By the way, um. Some cool bumps happen here, and uh, Cactus One puts his fist through a car window, which is yeah. pretty dope. Um, but yeah, like a tire, a big, not even a big tire, a tire. Like a 17-inch tire. A 17-inch tire falls on the older brother's uh, leg of the humans, and he uh, tells the other one to run off. When this happens, though, when this act of compassion happens, uh, Barra Cactus sees this. And he gets real distracted. Yeah. He's like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. Like, why are they helping each other? Yeah. This is crazy. And uh, when that happens, um, Bacchus gets pissed. And he sucks them boys up. Yeah. Brings them right back to the moon. Just machine magic your ass back to the Empire. Yeah. Yuji saves the older brother, getting the tire off of his leg, exposing the blood. And it's like, okay, well, we got to save your brother. And when we cut to the younger brother he's eating a gun that he stole from a police officer <laughs> <laughs> he's just eating a little pistol yeah <laughs> <laughs> like what are you doing 
what are you doing? And he's just like, get away from me. Humans yeah. are terrible. Yeah, we see other people that are uh, affected by the spores. Yeah. Like people chomping on fire extinguishers. These two dudes eating a moped. I really wanted to see what was going to happen to them. Now that they ingested moped powers, what the fuck see, would that do? Until the gun thing happens, I thought all powers came out of your mouth. Just let me eat a gelato machine. (laughs) (laughs) And then I just make gelato for all my friends. Yes. (laughs) You got to watch me, though. That's the toll. (laughs) You got to eat it directly out of my mouth. Baby baby bird style, lay down. (laughs) What if it only comes out of your mouth or your butt? (laughs) You pick. (laughs) This is... In paranoia. Yeah. Uh... Baracactus, one, is on the ground. He's like, what happened? And Emperor Bacchus Roth is standing there. And he says, you have compassion for your brother, and this is something that's not needed in machines. So go down there and kill that feeling in yourself where machines were unfeeling, love isn't something, and defeat the O-Ranger, or I will kill your brother. Mm. And he sees that the that the Barlow soldiers have blades to their brother's neck. And they go fight off some of the Barlow soldiers, and Bacchus Wrath says, I don't care if you fight them. Go down there and kill those O-Ranger. And this is going to come back around. I, I love this. This the this the Honestly, I, I think it's safe to say that the ending of this episode is probably our favorite shit so far, like yeah. how it was done. But, uh, yeah. So, Cactus, get back. The cactus get back to <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. And <laughs> Little bro, big bro. Barak Cactus is down on Earth, and he is fighting the O-Ranger, <sighs> minus Yuji. And Yuji has found the younger brother who has eaten a gun. And he, in the middle of their conversation, he says, Lord Cactus is in trouble. And I'm, I need to go save him. And the boy walks up behind the cactus. His hand turns into Ooh, a hand-gun mashup. Techno-organic techno gun hand shit. Yeah. It's, 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 a, it's, um, yeah, it's like bio-organic bio body horror shit. It's really cool. Yeah, because it's part hand, part pistol. And he starts busting shots at the O-Ranger. And the O-Ranger realizes that they can't fight. Baracactus. What is it? Is it Tetsu the Machine Man? I think that's the name of the anime that was also like a movie. Yes. I think Tetsu. Yeah. Yeah. Shit's cool. But uh, yeah, he's got a fucking gun hand. And uh, the O-Rangers start to to fight with Baracactus and they get the boy out of the way because his little brother shows up and the the older brother and the little brother have a standoff where the techno-organic hand is basically aimed at this kid the entire time until they have a hug yeah, that, yeah. Brings, uh, that brings Takashi, beautiful woman, <laughs> yeah, that yeah. brings uh, Takashi back to like, yeah. his senses. He's got his, like, the, the, the divot of the gun pointed in his gut. And yeah. then the compassion makes it turn back into a little boy hand. Yeah, it turns back into a little boy hand. And then Star Riser, yeah. the uh, the star blade of, of Goro, Goro yeah. 
slams into the ground next to him, and they kind of stare at it like, oh, that's a sword. What do we do? Yeah. And who shows up? Yuji. Yeah. And he says, I wish that I could have had brothers like you. You're what It's what I've always wanted. Yeah, because earlier in the episode, they were uh, talking about the sibling things, and they are kind of like talking to Yuji about it. And Yuji's like, well, you think I don't know what siblings are like? Yeah. So they're alluding to something. Hopefully we'll see more. But uh, we're, we're alluding to some character backgrounds and personalities and stuff like that. But anyway, he says, we got to do our part. And he's like, will you help me? This is a little needless. It's a little, but it's, I get it. You know, it's Cute. also, it's for the kids, you know. But uh, he picks up the sword and he has them hold it with him. And he's like, you ready? Yeah. And they charge, all three of them together, holding the, the, the handle of the sword, screaming. They charge a bar of cactus and they run them through. Yeah. Um, and this is the defeat of Baracactus. One of the funny things about it is that Yuji shoves it forward after one of the kids plants his feet, essentially, for the for the strike, and just pulls that kid off of his fucking feet when they go to stab Baracactus through. And uh, he falls down dead. And we don't see an explosion, but we kind of see him disappear. We cut to... Baranoia, and he's on the ground in the throne room. And we see Baracactus too, and he's got his eyeballs ripped out. He's got a lot of his machine parts on the inside showing. Yeah, like he's he's crucified. He's hanging from a fucking gear. His lifeless body, his fucking corpse, is hanging from a gear, just chained up. Yeah, and he's happened to my brother and he was all you showed compassion you and him are built the same yeah it's like you have the same circuits he showed this you know you you showed love that is you know that's a no-go he basically goes on to say that that is um that is useless in the machine empire you do not conquer with love in your heart you do not conquer with compassion love is a great noise yeah we are looking, and it's metal as fuck. He's all, we are looking for the great silence. Yeah. yeah. A great silence will fall on this earth once we defeat the O-Rangers. And then he cuts that fucker's head off. And we see the Machine Empire cheer. Yeah. And he stomps on the head of Baracactus One. Yeah. His de- decapitated head that falls to the ground, he then stomps on it. Fucking Awesome. That's where I was like, oh, shit, that woke me up a little bit. This is where the episode should have ended. Yeah. (laughs) But it doesn't. It cuts to the O-Ranger watching the brothers go to school. Yeah. And Shohei looks at Eugene and goes, you're such a good little brother to me. Come give me a hug. Yeah, he's all, I'll be your big brother. And he's all, please, rest your head on my chest. And then he does this creep walk to him. Yeah. Which is admittedly very funny. And then the rest of them just laugh at at, yeah. at at them being goofy boys. Yeah. And that's where the episode ends. Yeah. Unfortunately, I mean, you really can't end it on a guy beheading someone and stepping on his skull. Yeah. You can end a show like that on HBO, but probably not Sunday morning kids cartoons. I guess so, but it was so fucking rad. It was... It was, that was dope. That was some cold ass shit. And that really made me go, that, I don't know, that, it kind of shook me into the show. If you're watching the episodes after us, stop the episode after the head smash. Yeah. 
Like, it's a good ending for an episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like, the episode before it and the episode after didn't really need to happen in my mind <laughs> just because this one's so good. Yeah. Yeah. But we will get to our final episode of the day right after this. Our final episode today, episode six of Choriki Sentai O-Ranger, Formidable Foe, A Thinking Machine. This one aired April 7th, 1995, written by Noboro Sugimura, directed by Takeshi Ogasawara. Uh, we are going to get some backstory on the chief in this Yeah, one. we are. And this is all chief. Yeah, this episode begins with a weird paranoia soldier, and he is kind of just, he's chanting. He's got bara a weird telepathy, bara psychic. Yeah, he's got a weird orbi. Yeah, like over one, from one of his eyes, kind of looks almost looks like a mimicking like a monocle kind of thing, and he's got a high, um, high collar cow. He looks very kind of uh, mystical, magical, uh, barren look. Yeah. Know? And he, yeah, over doing some kind of ritual. Over a picture of Miura. Yeah. Which is our chief. And what they found out in Baranoia is that the O-Ranger are developing five giant robots to help in the battle against the Baranoia Empire. Bacchus Wrath doesn't have this. He's like, we're going to fucking find where the... Those are. Where are they? Acha, Kocha, what's going on? Uh, we don't know. We don't know where they're at. They're, we don't know where they're at. Yeah. It's a secret. Like, it's a secret? It's a fucking secret? Empress Hysteria is like, don't worry, I've already dispatched some of our best on it. And Prince Bulldog is standing around, he's like, who'd you send out? I need to know. Because I'm a little stinker. <laughs> and I need to do stinkery stuff. Yeah. I need to get my stinkery on. You need to get stinkery on. <laughs> <laughs> you go stinkery on. Yeah. For the robot diabetes takes them. <laughs> and Child robot diabetes. Empress Hysteria is like, we put Barra Brain on it. He is going to get into Chief Miura's head and let us know where everything is. Yeah. They know he's working on machines. Yeah. And that's going to be a big problem for them. So they want to stop the creation of the machines. Now, this episode, Dan, I think, like, it kind of belabors this a lot. Like, the whole episode doesn't... I feel like not a whole lot happens in this episode till the very end. Yeah. It feels like it's a lot of shit where it's like, we um, we know that Mira is getting visions. Yeah. Guilt-ridden visions. And we don't need to play-by-play play on this episode yeah. because... It is mostly that until the last couple of minutes. Yeah, and he. Uh, oh, we also get a backstory where he talks about his brother, his uh, best friend, or his best friend. Uh, yeah, yeah, his best friend, and he talks about the where this uh, little girl came from, who he's seeing in his visions. Yeah, his uh, his kind of like adoptive niece of yeah. sorts. His best friend's daughter, Mika. Yeah, he gives a backstory on it on what happened that uh, he tragically died in a car accident. We get a flashback of them uh, being escorted in like a limo kind of situation. Yeah. And the tire blows out and it goes careening off a cliff. Everyone jumps out, except the driver. Everyone jumps out and um, 
Mira lands in relative safety while his uh, best friend and his daughter are hanging off like the cliffside. Yeah, it's and, Mi- uh, his best friend's name is Endo. Endo. And then she's Mitsuko. Mitsuko and Endo are hanging there. And he runs to him and jumps and he grabs both their arms. But he's like he's kind of like at this angle where it's he can't get any leverage to yeah. pull either. So he's just struggling to hold on to him. And Endo's pleading with him, take care of her. Take care of my daughter. Don't worry about me. And he pries his own hand out of Miura's hand. Yeah. And falls to his death. It's a very funny fall. Um, <laughs> we always got to give the disclaimer. It's, uh, yeah, like, it's, it's a meaningful moment that's unfortunately scarred by a them just throwing a mannequin. Not a mannequin, just throwing a body doll down a mountain. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It ragdolls real good. Yeah, it's just too funny not to talk about uh, yeah, every it, time. It, but it's a good mo- It's a Well, it's a, the emotions there. For for the the scene and 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 it's an, because and there's for the whole of it. You know. There's a scene in this where Miura gets thrown down the stairs and then he's psychic back up and rolled back down, and they didn't use a dummy for it. They let a person roll up and down the stairs, and that's one where we're like, oh shit. Yeah. I mean, like if you listen to Monday's Power Rangers episode, we really felt for that that stunt actor that probably broke. Their ankle, something man. In that Roll, rolled it, like at least sprained it hella bad. Yeah, hit pretty hard. Yeah, I re- we like you know coming, being wrestling fans, we respect uh, a good bump. Yeah, we respect people that take bumps like that. And he he rolled down some stairs, which was vicious. But um, he yeah he's tormented by these visions, and then finally when he um, he takes when, Goro to go pick her up. Yeah, because he's just seeing visions of her, and she's yeah. saying that the Baranoia are going to get her. Yeah, he goes inside by himself, and Goro gets attacked by uh, the Bara soldiers. Yeah. And while he's inside, she gets, she speaks in a different voice. Yeah. And then that's when the psychic torment starts, or the telekinetic fucking raft shit starts happening, throwing him around and all that. She's being followed by a metal sphere. Yeah, one of those mind control orbs. Yeah. Or that's our best guess is what they are, and she, uh, she, uh, like he gets the next. We don't see what happens to him, but Goro gets joined by um, not it, everyone but Yuji and Momo. Yeah. Uh, so Jury and Shohei. Yeah, Jury and Shohei show up to help him. Uh, in the sky, we see like uh, we see uh, some octo fighters coming in now. Yeah. And uh, that's where uh, Jury and Momo are, up in the sky, and they uh, they're uh, holding they're holding down the fort on that front. Yeah, and Barra Brain has split into these two spheres, yeah. and one of the spheres comes into the city, and some when the Octofighters are happening, they're destroying cars, and all of them form together to make this giant monster, Barra Separate, mm-hmm. and Barra Separate doesn't have a voice yet. Yeah. But Yuji and Momo, they activate the Choriki cannons on their F-16 fighter, and they do nothing to Barra Separate. Nothing to them at all. So, um, on elsewhere... Separate, separate shoots them down. Yeah. Elsewhere, we see what happened to the chief. He's now on a beach, fucking chained to a post. Yeah. On, <laughs> like, on the rocks. Very, like, 
I said, this is just like an image that I see a lot. Do you think it's one of those things like the tide's going to come in and drown you? I don't know. It's like just the whole chain to the rocks thing is very like Greek, you know? Yeah. It's a very like Greek kind of thing, Greek mythology and shit like that. I don't know but the symbolism, but I see it like like it happened in Yu-Gi-Oh and shit. You know what I mean? I think it's just, like you said, it's just cool looking. I mean, they had them chained to posts in Power Rangers. They chained uh, Ryu to a demonic summoning circle. Yeah. <laughs> Who was chained to posts up on the on the edge of the quarry? The other Die Ranger were yeah. in one episode when... During a we just chain people. Bad daddy. We just chain people. Post. Yeah. It's evil. I mean, you it see is. It. Um, the Power Rangers were all done that when they were draining the powers from them to make the candles. Yeah. So, uh, was it Mitsuko? Yeah. Mitsuko is like he's telling them like you need to give up. You know, you need to tell us where those machines are. You know, tell us where the machines are. Or you see this, and they show uh, what's his name, Joiner or. Barra separate, separate. God, opposite. Barra separate, uh, fucking up the city. It's like you need to do something, or people are gonna die. And he says, even if people are gonna die, those machines are our best bet. So I'm not gonna tell you where they are. Yeah. And then he does real dirty shit. Starts torturing her. Well, first he talks like her. Yeah. And pleads with her, and then he shows a fucking projection of Endo. Yeah. Uh, like a, a illusion of Endo, saying you know, pleading with him. him. Like, just, it's just really fucking with his mind. Even when he resists that, then he's like, all right. And then he psychically lifts uh, Musico in the air and lets go of her mind. And she's now freaking the fuck out because she's floating above some jagged rocks, like, by <laughs> by the beach. And then he drops her. Yeah. <laughs> um, Yuji and Momo are at the base. And they decide that they're taking the, their machines since theirs are completed. Yeah, and we, uh, like, they... They turn on the lights to the, uh, to the, uh, oh, no, what is this called? To the loading bay? Or? Yeah, to their, to the dock. Yeah, they turn on the lights to the dock, and then they see their machines. And then we find out the names of blue and pinks, which are Dash Leon, because it's the giant lion, and, and Moa Loader, because it's loaded with fucking bullets. Yeah. And it, it's like the Easter Island head. So I think yeah. the Moa, like, is, I think that's what, eh. anyway, we see, the, like, they take off with it because they're ready. They, they're going into battle. And um, the other Rangers, they know theirs aren't ready. So they have to get the chief. And they hope that, um, they hope that Momo and, and, Yuji, uh, Yuji, uh, hope that Mo- Momo and Yuji are able to hold, uh, hold them off. While they look for the chief, and it ends on that cliffhanger. Well, they, we do see Moa Loader and oh, we do, yeah, Ashley on unload on Barra Separate, but yeah. it doesn't really do much. Yeah, so we just know that more firepower is needed. Um, the second episode of this block, like uh, specifically the ending of the second episode of the block, made me interested in. The Baranoia Empire. Yeah, uh, that gave me something to chew on. I still don't care about the O-Ranger. Not really, yeah. Yeah, like, we got a little bit of Yuji and like his we've sensibilities. We've had three Goro episodes, and it, a 
Goro's kind of cool, but like I like. Well, that's the thing. I don't even know if these feel like individual episodes, individual character episodes, because it's not like that character is just the player there. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I wouldn't call it a Goro episode just because Goro is the figure you used in that. You know. Yeah. Like it's. Yeah, yeah, like it. They, Yuji is like the first. We kind of had an episode for Yuji, but the, he really only got like two lines to really try and make something of his character, which is he he hints that he knows what siblings are about, like he like he has them, but he's never had a brother. Yeah, and then uh, when he talks to the kids, saying he wish he had siblings like them. So we those are even though it was a Yuji episode, quote unquote. That's really all we got was a couple of lines. Yeah. Um, the end of the second episode with with uh, Bacchus Raph was so sick, and it gave me something to chew on, and it made me interested, and it also gave a very palpable threat to them, you know? And then uh, the Goofy, and which we both agree should have came before that, you know? It yeah. shouldn't have ended the episode, but we understand why it ended the episode. At least we saw a little humor there. We saw Shohei's humor. Yeah. So that was cool, I guess. You know, a little bit of character. But you're right. Like, I don't have a reason to really give a shit about these kids, except they're good looking. <laughs> you know, good looking. They, they're all of them are. Yeah, they're all beautiful looking, handsome. Uh, uh, their uh, weapons are cool. Um, the fights though are really well shot. Um, the martial arts, like one of the things that we didn't bring up in episode two is there is this close-up on jury fighting where she does this, like, double axe kick into, like, a spinning leg grab which she flips a Barlow soldier. And it is one of the sickest... It's, it's such a, like, sick choreography for a fight. And if we're not going to get much about jury... But we're going to see her fucking whip ass like that. I'm here for it. Yeah, if she just big mama that just fucking hurts cogs. You know? there's, there's nothing that I like more than the powerhouse of the group being female. Yeah. Uh, and if she Jury has is really kicked the shit out of these bar soldiers, like that axe kick she landed in, was it? Second episode or first episode? It's it's reminiscent of some of those like strong Austin St. John kicks from like season one, beginning yeah. of season two. Yeah, and uh, she she's um and she's big for a um, like she's she's big for um she's, she's big for a female ranger. She's yeah. tall. Yeah, she's tall, and yeah. the credit scene has her doing a bunch of martial arts, and she looks fit. Like yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. If she punched me in the face, I might lose a tooth. Yeah. And it's okay because I have soft teeth. So <laughs> it's, it's fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like, I, if they develop her like that, that'll be dope. That'll be really, really cool. Like, if she's just strong and quiet. Yeah. Like, I'll be fine with her. If they in, make her like the gauche of the. Yeah. That'd be more than acceptable. I agree. I agree. Yeah, we just that's all we want though right now. It's just uh more, like reason to care for these kids. Yeah, I want to get to know them. Uh I want to know 
are they coworkers or are they family? Um, which one? Like, I assume Green Ranger's the goofball. He seems that way. Yeah. We've got a very stoic, strong Red Ranger. Mm-hmm. But what are, where does our Blue Ranger fall? Yeah. And seems to be compassionate. Yeah, where does our Pink Ranger fall? Like, yeah. is she going to be, like, just the bubbly person one? Or yeah, is she going to be Jen Scott's strong Pink Ranger? We'll see. Uh, that, But that's what we want. We yeah. we just welcome whatever it is. We just welcome these these character tropes to come out full force. Give it to us. But... At this point, the O-Ranger themselves are meaningless to me, but the Baranoia Empire is, like, I think that they might be the scariest villains that we've seen so far. Yeah. You know, the Gorma were vicious and mean, but they were also, like, kind of wrapped up with their own, like, bullshit, you know? They're all tied up with their own bureaucracy and all that, you know. They weren't as scary as uh, God uh, Ryujin. No, God, hmm? Big Dragon, Serpentera. Yeah. They weren't as scary as Ryujin. Ryujin. Dai Ryujin. Or Dai Ryujin, yeah. They weren't as scary as him. They were, like, threatening, but that was terrifying. Whereas they were, like, they were, I was interested in them, and I liked the little fucking... Uh, the uh, the betrayal that's happening with them, all that all that nonsense, you know, yeah, uh, all the politics in in the in the Gorma, uh, like the triumvirate, like and how they have their own little goals, like they're they're all very very interesting, but they weren't super um, scary in that sense until the very end, when uh yeah, I mean like at the very end, the big bad is always going to try yeah. and make. Like, Bandora never got to that point. Yeah. Bandora's kind of a joke. Satan was scary. Yeah, Great Satan was scary. Yeah. Bandora's, uh, Bandora's motivations were whack. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, I mean, they're not whack. Your son got killed and you want revenge. But, like, revenge against the dinosaurs in an age where dinosaurs don't exist is whack. Yeah. And then... Uh, uh, the yokai were a lot of fun. It was like as you expect; they're more mischief than anything. Yeah, and and just giving you just just rich, rich, rich characters for days. You know. Yeah, I mean, like Young Noble Junior. I think that uh, if he would have survived and had to make his play for the throne, and like it became a battle between like. Him and Hakamenro, yeah, uh, and Daimo kind of watching over it all. He probably could have become like a murderous slime bag, yeah. Where, like, if Hakamenro and the Kunoichi ended up like, if the Kunoichi got sent to him, like yeah. him murdering the Kunoichi because he's going to be the one to take the throne, not Hakumenro. yeah. Like he that could have become a scary plot line, yeah. But they they kind of kept him with. They um they kept him as the coolest villain. Yeah, and they they kind of like got him out of there before it was played out. Yeah, and then Daimo just kind of became like an old man that, while he was strong, he had played out plans, which yeah. is why he failed. Yeah, yeah. Um, but so I so yeah, putting quantifying all that shit and really like looking at the um, paranoia in that light. 
they are scary because they their whole thing is unfeeling. You know, they they've uh, they just want to completely take they want to take all our resources, enslave half our population. You know, uh, like Bacchus Bacchus's play at the end of episode two. We're gonna keep saying that, but that shit was cold blooded. Yeah, awesome. That's scary, scary stuff. So. That's a strong point. Um, the action, the way the fights have been shot, very strong. Uh, the effects have been good. Uh, yeah, just we need the, to char- bring up the characters. The fighting styles of all the Rangers are on point. The yeah. weapons are great. The suits are incredible. Uh, Zord, uh, O-Ranger Robo, which looks like it's going to premiere next episode, is one of the cooler things. And it's one of the toys that's always eluded me as a kid. Uh, did you have a uh, Zeo Megazord? I had the Super. Yeah, I had the Super as well. Yeah. And I was always frustrated because I also had a Red Battle Zord, which is Red Puncher in this yeah. series. And they didn't connect. Mm. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, so... And I had a friend with Pyramidus, and we could never make the full <sighs> Ultra Zord. I feel you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But... Yeah, that's that's what's missing right now. Just bring up the characters. But we're only six episodes in. Yeah. Mm. I'm not expecting to know my characters to yeah. do anything. I know that in like all the past series, we've found an immediate connection with someone. And Freddy has found his with Jury. And currently, my main Yellow connection... Yellow continues. <laughs> yeah, man, that's four for four. Mm-hmm. Uh... For me, like, the character that I relate to most right now, like, the character that I'm feeling is Butler Acha. <laughs> so. And and that little stinker, Prince Bulldog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully we will we'll see what's going yeah. on. Yeah, hopefully we'll get more. Yeah. So I think that's where we're going to end this one. Thank you so much for listening to the show. We bring you new episodes every Monday and Thursday on your favorite podcatcher, and we're on all of them. If you like the show a lot and you'd like to support us, you can head over to patreon.com slash powerplaythrough where three Fridays a month you're getting some weird shows. Not weird. They're still toku. They're, they're American toku, like Big Bad Beetleborgs, like Ver Troopers. And we did 30 episodes of Ver Troopers. Yeah. And <laughs> that's 30 episodes of us. Uh, 94 94 episodes. Yeah, we didn't just watch 30 episodes of VR Troopers and make a go. Called it. We did the whole series, both seasons. Yeah. Uh, the first, like, 20 episodes of our show is a fucking nightmare. Uh, there is a very, very, uh, I will say there's a depression warning for uh, the littlest trooper. Yeah. And uh, we're currently doing Beetleborgs. And yeah. it's a lot of fun. And I think that we're having a family time. Yeah. And uh, maybe for Halloween y- one year we can uh, we can talk our little zoo crew into being the monster house. Mm-hmm. I'm for it. Yeah. Who are you gonna be? You should be mums. I was gonna say mums. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To- Tony's Wolfgang. No. You don't think Tony will be Wolfgang? I think Tony's got the face to be a count. Oh, we bet. Yeah, that's true. Thank- Alex probably like to be Wolfgang, but he may want. Well, well, you'd have to be Frank. Yeah, I know. You tall. You have to be Frank. So, uh, Alex could be Wolfgang. Or Flab. Or Flab. Tony could be Flab.
We got we got Tony's got a couple contenders. Yeah, yeah. But, but we definitely need yeah. we definitely need a homosexual pedophile count. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We want to thank Rainer for the use of our theme song, Power Playthrough. If you want to go get yourself a digital download of that, you can head over to Rainer.bandcamp.com. And while we're talking about Rainer, why don't you take it away, Freddie? Oh, we just uh, you know give some love to our boys. Uh, congratulations to Chris, uh, guitarist and Rainer. Just had a baby a month ago. Yeah. Well, a month. Yeah. For yeah, a little bit back, he had a baby. Um, <laughs> 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 uh, that's always gonna fuck me. Real good. Be- beautiful little family there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mazel. Uh, follow us on social media. We are on Instagram at Power Playthrough. We're on Twitter and Facebook, but fuck that Facebook at P Playthrough. You still reach us there. Yeah, I still post there. Yeah. I still respond to messages. But, like, get us through Twitter or Instagram. Fuck the Facebook. There's no reason to be on there unless you're 90. Like, honestly, I think the Facebook fan page is so that our friends that aren't, like, internet literate will like it so that they know it exists. Yeah, yeah. But really, the Twitter is the place to be. The Instagram's a good secondary. It's where we talk to some fans like Gabe. Mm -hmm. But Gabe's also a friend. Yeah. (laughs) You know, stuff like that. Um, that's everything. We were at Japan World Heroes. I'm sure it was good. Confident it was good. Dan, maybe you re-record this. Okay, well, that's it. O-Ranger. Olay. Do we end this one with uh, just... Olay. We'll Olay. Re- we'll record an Olay in a couple weeks. Okay. When we could get loud. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. If not, may the power protect you. <laughs>